Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, November 26th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. That's why I'm squawking about him every damn day, trying to get you to pick up the phone and make an appointment because he is the best. If you're going to go to the dentist, go to the best. You got to go to the dentist. It's good for your dental health as well as your cardiac health. Trust me, good thing. Great guy, superb dentist, 317-849-2933. College basketball last night, Butler beat Mizzou. So Butler moves to the championship round of the Hall of Fame Classic. They will take on the Stanford Cardinal tonight. The Cardinal hitting 42.4% from beyond the arc. You have got to limit their uh, their clean looks from beyond the arc. Butler just continues to play like Butler. Butler is just fascinating to me. They are almost never frustrating. Sometimes they're not successful, but they're almost never frustrating. They play with great discipline. They shoot the open shots. They find a way collectively to defend opponents. They are a really good basketball team, and despite the fact that they finished in a three-way tie for eighth last year in the Big East, they were just a couple of games out of third. That close they were to having a really successful season, despite it being a down year. I don't think that this is going to be a down year. I think this is going to be an up year. The Butler Bulldogs right now 6-0. I think they go to 7-0 Tonight, the Indiana Hoosiers, they went to 6-0 last night as well. They beat Louisiana Tech, but I got to tell you, as much fun as it was to watch in the first half as they built a 43-21 lead, the second half was just awful. The second half, Indiana reverted to the kind of basketball that drove fans nuts last year where they kind of went to sleep and they started not to execute offensively, started to rely on their own individual talents offensively, and then on the defensive end, it bled over and they became a non-team first defensive unit. A lot like last year, but I got to tell you this too. I think Louisiana Tech had something to do with that. 
I think that they played with greater tenacity in the second half than they did in the first half. And because of that, Indiana didn't adjust. They didn't ratchet up their level of commitment on the defensive end or their level of connectedness on the offensive end. And as a result, Louisiana Tech, they won the second half 39-36. Now, I know that doesn't mean a damn thing. And a win is still a win for Indiana. They're 6-0 and for the first time th- since 2013. But that, look, you make no apologize for beating who's on the schedule. All right? But Archie Miller did the scheduling. And he scheduled wins. That's what he did. Saturday, they got another one coming as South Dakota State visits Simon Scott Assembly Hall. But there's no way in the world that any of these teams that Indiana scheduled prior to the beginning of December should ever beat Indiana. If Indiana played those seven teams 100 times each, Indiana should win 700 times. That's because the level of talent is so completely disparate. All right, you look at Troy, you look at Western Illinois, you look at North Alabama, you look at last night's Louisiana Tech team, and you say, okay, how many of these guys did Indiana recruit? The answer is zero. And how many guys from Indiana Would any of these other teams, any of these opponents, be able to recruit successfully and have them commit to them instead of Indiana? The answer is also zero. The talent disparity is so enormous, there's no way Indiana could lose these games. But what they've got to do, they've got to see these games as an opportunity to do some real good for themselves once the tough games start coming, and that's a week from today. They play against Florida State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Florida State is no joke, and Indiana is going to have to play disciplined basketball every possession for 40 minutes in order to beat Florida State. If they don't do that, they're going to lose games that they could otherwise win. When talent is equal, it's behavior that turns the table for the victor and for the team that gets defeated by the victor. That's basketball. That's the fun of basketball. The fun of basketball to me is which set of kids is going to figure out that it's a collective that wins instead of individual individuality. Individual glory might be meaningful to some, but if you prize individual glory over the top of a commitment, a team commitment to excellence, a team commitment to discipline, possession to possession, you are going to lose games. And a team that figures out that it's five working in harmony that win basketball games when talent is relatively equivalent, those are the teams that win championships. And I'm not saying that Indiana is good enough to win a championship, either a Big Ten championship, a national championship, name the championship. I'm not sure Indiana, even on its best day, given the talent that's available to Archie Miller, is capable of winning a championship. But they are capable of playing good basketball, and they are capable of playing together because every team is capable of that. And if Indiana does that, they're going to win more than they lose. They're going to go to the NCAA tournament, and they've got a chance to raise a little bit of hell in it. If they commit only to themselves, only to the guy they see when they wake up and they look in the mirror, then they're going to have problems. And that's the way it is. Devontae Green last night in the first half, Really, really good. 15 points in about 15 minutes. And then in the second half, not real good. Not good on either end. Defense has got to lead to offense for the Hoosiers. And last night, they did not commit defensively as individuals or as a collective. And you just can't have it. So Saturday, that game against South Dakota State is going to be on Big Ten Plus, which sucks. 
because if you bought Big Ten Plus to watch the early games like Western Illinois, right, that month is going to elapse for that cost you that nine ninety five. That's going to elapse before this next game, and you cannot tell me that that's something that the Big Ten didn't understand and that they aren't just squeezing our teat, our collective teat, as Indiana fans, as hard as they can to extract as much money as they can. That's what they do. It pisses me off, so I'm not going to watch South Dakota State because I'm not going into my pocket another 10 bucks to do it. I will not do that. I'm not going to make that kind of financial commitment to this team when they played like they did in the second half last night. Now, the Pacers... Last night, they got all over the Grizzlies. Beat them. It, it was kind of tight for a while, for, to about 18-18. And then the Pacers exploded. That second unit is terrific. They play with, you talk about a collective focus, man. This Pacers team is really fun to watch. You don't see this kind of commitment to team very often in the NBA. But you do with the Indiana Pacers. They got the Utah Jazz at Bankers Life Fieldhouse Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on Fox Sports Indiana. I cannot wait to watch that game. I love the way this Pacers team, the way they play together. Some news from Bankers Life Fieldhouse. We were there this morning when Marianne Stanley was announced as the seventh all-time coach in Indiana Fever history. So Marianne Stanley, you remember her from coaching uh, Old Dominion back in the day. She was the head coach of... Uh, of the Washington Mystics. She has most recently been an assistant coach for the Mystics. Seems like a very, very smart person. All right, let's talk to brand new Indiana Fever head coach, Marianne Stanley. What made this the right place for you to get back into head coaching? Well, there was a couple things that just kept coming back and coming back as I explored this opportunity. One was the total commitment and investment in the Indiana uh, Fever by the organization, Pacers Sports and Entertainment, and the Simon family. Um, that was clear. And all the executive team below, Rick Fuzon, uh, Kelly Kroskoff, Tamika Catchings, Allison Barber, all of them are, had an all-in mentality about making Fever basketball all that it can be. That spoke to me. Um, and just having good people all the way around um, meant a great deal. This is a job that um, requires that people are really invested and they're all in, and to know that I can partner with folks that uh, are like-minded, you know, meant a great deal. And looking at the roster, I saw a team that uh, is young and promising and has everything in front of it. Uh, And also, you know, you've got some veterans in there that uh, have achieved uh, great things. Natalie Chanwa, uh, Shanice Johnson, and Candace Dupree are all part of the veteran part of the team um, that can lead a locker room, and that's what I'm looking for. We're going to add to that with a third pick in the draft. We should get a great player at three. Uh, And then any other movements player-wise, you know, Tamika and I will figure it out. But there was just so much promise with the roster and the opportunity uh, and the fact that it was underpinned by an organization that uh, truly cares about uh, the fever was just uh, an opportunity I just didn't think I could pass up at this stage. How critical is that, that you understand that at the top of the pyramid, of the power structure of the franchise, that everybody is committed and they're all pulling on the same, the, kind of the same end of the rope? Oh, it means everything. Um, you know, having a professional sports franchise uh, is serious business. Uh, but in saying that, to know that there's a big heart and a big commitment and a 
and a true caring about all the people that filter down below that the top of that pyramid is what it's all all about. Um, I was very fortunate to be in Washington, which has a that type of organization. You know, people are deeply committed, deeply care about each other, um, and that's it's not just words; it's it's real. Um, and when I came from my interview, that was obvious. I came out here twice, had spent quite a bit of time talking with all the principals involved, and it, it became more and more apparent to me each time I spoke with them that. Um, they really want this team to be successful, and they're totally invested in that process. That was exciting to me. What's more important to you? Is, is it knowledge of people and the ability to work with people or knowledge of basketball and the ability to schematically manage a game? Well, you got to have both. Yeah. You know, you have to have both. And so, you know, as we look at, you know, building a staff and building a roster, it's putting all the pieces in place that, that lead to success. Uh, you don't do this alone. I certainly know that. Um, and to me, one of the key pieces was to have partners who were equally passionate, equally invested in making it real and making it a, a championship mindset, a championship culture, one that wants to win but wants to win the right way. That was all important. And I feel like I've found that here. How far are the fever away from being in that tier in the WNBA? Well, as Samika and I have talked about, you know, you take one step at a time. We've got a good group that, like I said in the press conference, finished the season really strong. The last 13 games, they had a winning record. That's something to point to. That's the thing I want people thinking about and looking to to build on. And so we'll figure out the, the other steps that, you know, we need to make and the other moves we need to make to to improve on that. But... That told me a lot about the, the quality, quality of the existing players, that they um, are not quitters, that they want to win, they want to be successful, and we can build on that. We got a lot of young people. They're just beginning their careers. Um, and so um, there's just so much potential and opportunity that it's exciting. It's challenging, and it's kind of, you know, I've spent my career basically, you know, helping to build teams and build them into winners. But it takes time. It takes patience. It takes true investment and commitment. It can't just be lip service. And, and so when I discovered that uh, there was true real investment here in the fever and, and the process, um, that was exciting. And, it, and, and um, you know, was something that I just kept coming back to saying, you know what, this is too good of an opportunity to pass up. That's Marianne Stanley, the brain spanking new head coach of the Indiana Fever. Tamika Ketchings told me that she believes that Stanley is a teacher, and that was one of the big reasons that she was hired. The Fever, they've got a lot of inexperience, a lot of youth on that team. They need a teacher who's going to hold players accountable, and Tamika believes that Marianne Stanley is exactly that person. The IHSAA State Football Championships are going to be played Friday and Saturday in the 3A game, Friday at 3.30. Chittard is going to take on Heritage Hills. All right, let's talk to Rob Doyle, head coach at Chittard. What's the key to you guys beating Heritage Hills on, uh, on Friday afternoon? Well, we're going to have to play very physical football to beat these guys. Their offense, uh, compare it to Navy or Army. Uh, they're very methodical. They're very well-disciplined. If you don't play assignment football, they're going to control the clock, control the ball. We won't get a chance to do our thing offensively. So we're going to have to be very physical and very disciplined. Offensively, they run a lot of uh, different fronts, different coverages, more so than most high schools. So just from a mental standpoint, our kids are going to have to be locked in to make sure 
when we have certain looks, we know exactly what to do. Um, so it's going to be a mental thing uh, from that standpoint. But essentially, you know, all year long, I feel like we've been the most physical football team on the field in all 14 games. And for us to be successful, we need to do that this week. Did it help you in the end to lose the game that you did to kind of develop some humility maybe not that you guys were cocky but become humble in your work yeah I think so that and the other thing was mistakes um, we we out we outplayed the other team in that game we were the more physical team we had the game won we made two critical actually three critical errors in the second half that handed them 21 points that just just literally gave them and I'm still frustrated by it. All of us were. And the, the number one thing was, guys, we're a really good football team, but even great football teams can falter if they make mistakes at the wrong time. And so we really concentrate on the physicality and, and taking care of the football in every aspect. And we've been able to do that very efficiently ever since that game. Ever since that game, it's been a little bit of a turning point that we are protecting the football and not making critical mistakes. Is that the key to being a successful high school coach, getting the kids to understand that eliminating mistakes might be more important than actually making plays? Well, it is a big part of it, but a lot of eliminating mistakes is putting your kids in position not to make them. Um, they're kids, you know, and they're great kids. Uh, but if you call a play and you put them in a wrong, in a bad situation, it's not going to look good. So for us, our job as coaches is to put them in the best position. And then they're, they're much less likely to make mistakes. But obviously, you know, catching a pass, throwing it to the right place, you know, not fumbling, not missing tackles, those are mistakes they can control. And, and a lot of it's them. They have to play the game. But we have a responsibility, too, on our side to put them in situations to be successful. And that's a big part of it, I think. Put them in a position to make a play or in, in understand that you don't want to squeeze it into too tight a window. you got to secure the ball, and you can't hand the other team first downs. Yeah, that's it. And a big thing defensively in addition to that is getting them off the field on third down. So managing our defensive calls to make sure that, that we're not giving up a lot of third down because that sort of wears on you in the end. If you if you can't get a team off the field on third down, it's going to be a long night. So our, our, our coaches work pretty hard. Third down's a big deal. Get them off the field. Get, get our offense the ball. Now, the other thing is our special teams. We work really hard on them. We have tremendous special teams. And one of the things that hurt us in our loss was we gave up an onside kick. Uh, we have a tremendous kicker who's the so our best soccer player in our school, uh, George Forsey, and he's been he's been flawless all year. Our punter's a sophomore. He's he's an all-state level punter, and he's he's going to be great by the time he's a senior. So, our special teams are a big a big part of what we do because it sets up field position. And for instance, Friday night, this is a grinded out running team. We want to make them have to go 80 yards every time and and flip the field on them. That's a big part of it. You guys have been very balanced offensively throughout the season. Do you err maybe on the side, and err is the wrong word, but do you focus maybe trying to run the ball a little bit more just to keep maintain control of the ball? Yeah, you know the, the, the funny T-shirt and hat that came out for the Colts recently, you know, run the damn ball. Well, Coach Quintana is our offensive line coach, assistant head coach, and so he got, he got the coaches to run the damn ball T-shirts. And <laughs> I think at this level, in the playoffs when you're in some bad weather and conditions, our, our focus 
is a big focus is we need to run the football to win the game. And then we have a pretty uh, we have a, a, a pretty interesting passing game that works off our run game, and we always have a plan each week that if we want to or have to throw the football. We'll be successful doing that, and even though we're we're going to pound the ball and run it as much as we can, we are always we always have our looks that we prepare. We know where we're going to take our shots. And for instance, Andrew Sawinski's our All-State receiver, the leading receiver all in Shatard history. We find spots where he and our other receivers are going to get home runs. So even if we're pounding the football, when we get an opportunity to take a shot we will do it and then the key on that is to be efficient to not get behind the change and have second and ten so in the run game we look we want to make sure we establish that and then find big plays because that's the one thing i think a lot of people miss that you can play an even football game for let's say 150 plays but if one team has four or five big plays well they've just won 35 to nothing and that's a big part of getting kids to understand. We don't want to give up the big play, and we want to set up the big play in our offense. So I spent a lot of time working on that. That's Rob Doyle, football coach of the Chittard Trojans. I love what he had to say about that loss against Cathedral during the regular season. You either learn from it or you let that loss continue to beat you. With Chittard, they learned from it, they bounced back, and now they're on the precipice of yet another state championship. Tomorrow, we talk to Eric Moore and John Hebert, the head coaches of Center Grove and Carmel. They're going to battle in the 6A championship on Saturday night. Cannot wait for that game. The battle between Center Grove's offense and Carmel's defense is going to be fascinating to watch. I cannot wait. I also cannot wait to tomorrow when we talk breakfast with Kent, 8 o'clock, on Facebook Live and then about 8.15 on Periscope Live, which you can also pick up on Twitter. My Twitter handle, at Kent Sterling. Of course, you can friend me on Facebook. You can uh, you can follow me on Twitter. You can go to KentSterling.com, where last night I wrote a little bit about Tom Crean because I just can't help myself. Join me tomorrow morning, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.